Check, check. We are the Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour Podcast. I'm here with Ebenezer DiBaquani. That's me. Close? Yeah. I was better? Oh, you, the, first no, time, I mean, yeah, I the first time you repeated it back. Yeah, Ebenezer DiBaquani. <laughs> Ebenezer. I, all of my Italian friends dis- despise my pronunciation. Of <laughs> oh, you're who's? My Italian friends. Oh, yeah? Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. I'm like, that's exactly what... <laughs> Fuck it, bro. Lou. Well, uh, <laughs> we're here in Joburg. How long have you been in Joburg? You from here? No, I am from a place called Mbombela, uh, in Mpumalanga, now Sprit. All right, we'll do all that into the mic. Sorry? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Mbombela, uh, Mpumalanga, now Sprit. Where is that? Uh, it's uh, four hours, five hours away, another province. Which which direction? <laughs> you don't know where it is? Uh, on a uh, map? Uh, dude, is, I mean, on a map, if Johannesburg is here, here's the map. Yeah. Right? Uh, for the audience. If Johannesburg is here. Yeah. I mean, Gauteng, the province Gauteng. Yeah. Mpumalanga is here. So it's like... Pumalanga. I think I've, I think I heard this. So I went to um, what Limpopo. Yes. Polo- I went to Polokwane. Yeah. That's north. That's north. And then where are you from that? I'd say then from here it's about north. Mela East, so northwest. So you're northwest. Twelve. Yeah. So you're on your way to what Botswana? Uh, Swaziland. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So it's down here. That's like. Yeah. yeah, that's a weird one. There's a there's a country in the middle of your country. Lesotho, yeah. It's very strange. What, uh, what's this, what's but it's this almost like uh, this Venezuela. What's this? What's the state that Donald Trump was busy fucking with? That are oh, like underneath the subsidy Puerto Rico. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But Puerto Rico is an island. Oh, okay, but I guess own. it's so it's kind of like a nation. Oh, you, but it's it, the president is is still your president. No, actually, it's actually completely different. To that. Sorry, guys. It's just weird. It is just weird it's that it's that, 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 that like the only place that you can go from there. What is it, Lesotho? Lesotho, yeah. Is, is to is to South Africa. That's the yeah, only. Yeah. That's your only choice. You can only drive to, to South Africa. It's ridiculous. Um, it's embarrassing. Is it a weird? Pl- I've never been. There. Have you been there? No. I'm is not it desired? Is it People bad? still ride horses in their blankets. Oh yeah. Mm. I mean, they're, they're very hip. Is a country. I know that thing. sounds terrible to you, but that sounds awesome to me. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, from which where are you from? Are you from New York? Yeah, Syracuse. but I'm from up. I'm from Syracuse. Yeah, were you gonna Syracuse. say Syracuse? Oh, Why do you know that? Did you research me? No, I did. <laughs> I googled him. I don't trust you, bro. I <laughs> <laughs> make sure you. Nobody legit. trusts me out here. I don't know what it is. Make sure you legit. Next I thing, I'm on a plane, <laughs> in a duffel bag, <laughs> on the way to get my organs God harvested. God knows. God knows it's happened. God knows it's happened. You know? <laughs> with you, not with me. Oh, no, okay. No, no. But in the in the world, I get it. You're 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 right to be uh, um, apprehensive. Um, so, okay, so you live in Joburg because that's where comedy is, or you came here before that? So, yeah, I left Nelspray four years ago, 2014. Oh, 2012 was my matric year, my senior year. That's yeah. like, like the last year of, of high school, right? Okay. Then I went to, I was supposed to go to university, then I went to go preach the gospel of Christ. I was a Christian. Did you? Yeah, bro. No shit. I taught Sunday school. I taught youth. Wow. I had a church. Then Here I went to or there? So in Nelspade. And then I went to Durban. Yeah. KZN, KwaZulu Natal. And then so I worked there in some of the poor communities there. Trying to preach the gospel. Trying to convert these no sinners. No shit. Whose souls are damned. Yes. These people who are... I thought I was like... You know what I mean? Like I was doing... No, I had a buddy who that was sort of like his trajectory. And then, and then something happened and he decided that it was all bullshit. And then he went the other way. Yeah. My my turning point was just uh, sex, drugs, and alcohol. I'm like, what? 
I think I'll take the risk. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll take the afterlife risk. I'm oh, joking. You're like, you're like God, and, you're, and then you're like, but this is Whoa! really. Oh, I mean, I felt the Holy Spirit, and that was. <laughs> but the uh, Holy Spirit don't give head. Yeah, so that's funny. no offense to any Christian. But it feels like the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, dude, that's really what happened. <laughs> no, no, um, nah, bro. It's a uh, theological question. No, but ideals that I had yeah. that kind of conflicted with religiousness, and yeah, also the fact that it's kind of like it's. The Bible, I mean, Christianity is kind of tribalist, sexist. Um, right. I mean, like, it's, it's it's Zionist. You know what Zionism is, Sure. Right? You know what I mean? Like yeah, so it's a big hot word down here. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the Bible is Zionist. They went, when they came out of Egypt, people don't know that they literally went to Canaan and they wiped out. Yeah. Because that's the promised land. So, they, right. they, they got to kill people. Yeah. Which is what's happening right now in Israel. That's the argument. that like God gave us this land. Right, right. And a lot of things about that, how historically those maps don't even match. That's not the exact place. Right. I was just like, nah, this is bullshit, man. But I do believe in spirituality, and I, I do believe uh, in actualizing what we are. But the organized part of it, bad yeah, news. Yeah. yeah, yeah, terrible. I, I'm like, yeah, dude, I, I'm very fluid now. So it's, it is interesting that you went from trying to convert people. So, like, that's, and that, the, you touched on a thing. So it's like, you think the people that are not doing exactly what you're doing are damned. Like, that's, 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 that's the most dangerous part that's of it, crazy, right? Yeah. That's the most dangerous part of it. It's like, oh, you're not doing what I'm doing, so you're going to hell. And I was not even coming from, like, a mean place. I was coming from, I'm scared. Like, I'm right. I'm, I'm cry afraid for prayer. you. I, when I prayed, I'd cry right. for all the souls that are going to hell. That's so, yeah, that's so dangerous. That's that, that, crazy. That, that's, like, it's the insane. thought process. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, like, it's insane, dude. It's actually, It like is. You're stuck, like, you're stuck in this thing. And it's, like, everything is through the circle of this one text. Exactly. And then and then you go, oh, I don't have an answer. And you go look it up. And you go, okay, the answer is stone exactly. stone the gay people. Or you try to fucking extrapolate an answer because there's no exact answers for what you experience. Right. For instance... How Which do I how do I treat a person who wears Crocs? How do I treat them? Who has what? Am I allowed? Who wears Crocs? Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> I can't go to the Bible and find out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I can What's pray about it, Lord. This motherfucker wears Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him in my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'll go and try and find another another yeah. verse about sandals right, and right. sandals that uh, are impractical and embarrassing, uh, and try and stretch it towards the present day it's insane to try no. to live a life that way no i think if you go to the bible i think you'll find that you should be wearing crocs honestly you think so yeah the materialism so is down in the bible right what? The, the Mater being materialistic is what down is, is negative in the Bible. bro listen materialism is down doesn't mean that i can do some fucking ridiculous shit for instance <laughs> okay fine so in the bible what is it uh possessions are bad right no i mean they're not terrible but, <laughs> but they're not terrible you know what i mean they don't, want you, they don't want you to be a nomad, but they don't want you to like care that much about things. No, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, just because materialism is bad, does not excuse that one <laughs> particular thing. You know what I'm talking about? You hate Crocs. Yeah, Crocs are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I wore them. I was, I was duped. Oh, you were, you were the guy? I was duped. I had the wool pulled <laughs> over my eyes. How long did you wear Crocs? For like six months, I was in a relationship with another hipster. I was like a hipster dude. Yeah. Hippie. Sorry, not a hippie. I think, to I I think hippie. the Toms are worse. Do you guys get the toms out here? Yeah, but I mean, it's not a, it's not a big thing. Outer toms are worn by people who clean, like but so people who clean houses. At least, but at least Crocs feel good on your feet. You wear toms and you go home and your whole foot is bruised. Yeah, true, it's true. just a bruise all the time. Dude, I, I don't want to get into this conversation. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> it's actually like it, it actually depresses me. <laughs> you brought up Crocs. I wore Crocs. I like how much I, anger you had for Crocs. Then we went from religion immediately to Crocs. Dude, I wore Crocs for. For six months in this yeah. relationship, I thought it was cool. I used to wear those uh, 
puffy pants, those genie yeah. pants, and I played hacky sack. You know what I'm saying? This is a terrible person. This is a you, terrible yeah, human I'm glad being, I'm and this I hate. Person. I'm glad I'm I meeting you and not him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're gold and we shit. All, we all. We all. You wore gold. Now I wear gold. Yeah. I, uh, Which is also Courtney, but I mean, <sighs> I need to go through the phase. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 24. 24? Yeah, you're, you'll figure out who you are one day. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. No, because at 24, we all, d- and especially because then you're doing that at what, 22 you were wearing Crocs? Mm, so it's like at 21, 22, we think we're so fucking cool. We think we're so original, yeah, everything yeah. we do. And we're like, no, no, but the, he's wearing Crocs too, but he's not doing them the way that I'm doing them. So it's, yeah. re- it's really crazy. If you go to like, I don't know if you guys have uh, states like that. Like, do you have like hips, like, or cities where like, the whole half, thing, half of the city, the like, whole thing, uh, yeah, hippie, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Portland. So yeah, yeah so yeah. basically, Memphis. I, I'll share. I was original. Like at the beginning, with, with at the beginning of it, I was yeah. original. You're like, no, no. You're like, I'm the one. I started this. Yeah, my hair. Look at me. I'm grunge. Yeah. Oh, I went to Cape Town. Everybody. Every single person. It makes you change. Yeah, it makes you change even who the, you, who you are, mayor, who you want to be. Even the mayor's like, oh, the mayor's kiff, kiff shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> is it Kef? Kef, yeah. That's Kef, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. <laughs> Brother. Kef shirt, bruh. That's funny. <laughs> Obviously, the mayor didn't say that. I'm being ridiculous. No, I know. I get it. For the it's purposes, ca- for the it's purposes hyperbole. of humor. Yeah. We get it. It's comedy. It's comedy. I get it. You're a naturally funny person. I get it. So do you live in this house? Uh, uh, secondarily, I've got a primary house down over there. Okay. Well, you just, this is where you come to hang out. Yeah, this is where I'm. we own this company called yeah. Ordinary TV. But you don't, you don't, but you don't have a room here. No, no, I sleep here. You sleep here? Or on the other couch. Which, so what's the f- what's the primary house? Prim- my house is down with your parents. My, no, 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 no. It's a, I have a, f- a room in a flat here. So you pay money to be there, and then you just hang, but you hang out here most the most. Most of the time, yeah. I've, I've got a toothbrush and a. What's a wrong? Right what's here. wrong with over there? I don't have friends. I'm lonely. <laughs> 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 All I have is porn. Yeah. And it kind of, after like the seventh time, the, the seventh consecutive. Time not, not that you in the same day, dude. Like in in a row, it oh. kind of gets like boring and hard. You have to find like really yeah. obscure. Yeah, porn. You have you do you ever find yourself masturbating because it, because it's like what you what you normally do at that point at in the, the day? Time, yeah. And then, yeah. But then like you're not even into it. I'm not in the mood. And your dick is just like, why? Why? And you're looking at your dick. My hand you, is you, also and, like why? And, and then but you but in your brain you're like I'm gonna do this. I have to do for this. me. I have to do. This. Also, I like to keep order. In my life, you right? Know what I'm saying? Yeah, like and you, so you must, so you muscle through it. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta do what you don't like to do, bro. You gotta muscle through it. You gotta do what you don't like yeah. to do, yeah. So that you can do what you it's want to do. One of the do. chores. It's one of the <laughs> chores of the day. That's funny. Yeah, I find myself doing that. And dishes. No, I was in a weird relationship in the, in, 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 within the last years where where I was like I wasn't even masturbating anymore, and I was and I was like looking in the mirror and I was like, who are you? Yo, dude. Who have you become, dude? One time, <laughs> uh, my ex girlfriend tried to destroy pornography for me because I re- I only realized how. How weird the porn I watch is. Oh, what are you watching? By the way, you have a big, you have a big thing in your beard. There you go. Uh, Thank you. What? Why? What are you watching? That's weird. I was no, dude. Like normal, like a normal, I'm a normal porn, but like in some mm, of the words. No, like, no. Listen, listen, the fact that your listen, voice wait. just went up here. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I know it's I was, not listen, normal porn. I'm a feminist. It's first. Right? <laughs> we're all feminists. So, so while we're the watching problem porn. comes in when I'm right. So I, I'll never, I'll never use the b word in reference to a lady. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like I'll, 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 I'm always. I like how you're so afraid of the B word. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I like word it. bitch, right? Yeah. I never use it in reference to a lady. Oh, is there another B word? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I don't know the other one. Bogus, but it's. Oh, I don't know that word. Yeah, it's, it's the worst. It's not as a vulgar. It's the C it's not word. Vulgar. C- uh? Bogus. B- 
bogus, yeah. What it's does that mean? Just means it's bogus. It's it's retarded. It's 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 that's ableist. You see, so I'm I'm this conscious dude. Like see, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. say like my ex girlfriend. Like my ex girlfriend, she was very like um like PC. Like she's yeah, heavily PC because she believes that it informs how you think about the thing. You know, right. every time you are scared to say certain things, it informs your thoughts around the thing. Yeah. So now imagine like we're having this whole journey. The girl that made me walk, wear Crocs and be one with the earth and yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. and Buy crystals and incense. <laughs> oh, you, did you were you doing the thing where you where you would touch it and then you feel something and then no, you no, buy you that one? No, no, you in the sun and then you rub it and you kind of like meditate upon what you want. But when you go to get them, you have to find which one. So it's like mm. you have to touch one and then if some if it if okay, just goes these out, days, I mean, thing? these days you, you buy the crystal and you ask what it's about and here's a whole chart. Yeah. Okay, this is a tourmaline. This is a black tourmaline. Uh, this is what it exaggerates. It's about strength and happiness and positivity and actualizing. Those sort of thoughts. So back to so the weird porn. So that's my point. My <laughs> point, like, imagine I'm this this dude who's like, you know, and correcting everybody. Like, you can't say that. Yeah. Oh, that is sexist. And I'm typing out the porn I watch, and like, fat ass bitch gets a gets digged down. Like, you know, <laughs> so it's not a, it's not yeah. a good look. <laughs> you know? So I'm in I'm in another weird position where I've I've found out recently how I how what I what I do with porn is I will take the person in the porn and I will put my own personality on them, right? I the won't. Guy. No, the girl, the girl. Mm. So like I'm saying, like I'll, whatever I whatever I'm into, I'll just like I'll just make her that thing, like mm. that thing, and it, it doesn't have to match up. So like I'm not watching or I'm not listening to the thing, and I'm not like the character that she is in that she's playing yeah. doesn't have anything to do with what I'm doing, right? So then now, so I have another podcast where I interview porn stars. Oh shit! So now shit. I'm meeting everyone, and so what happens is now I know the person. Pretty Sorry. We'll talk about it after. Okay. But so, or just just follow the podcast. Porn stars are people. You guys too. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, I'm meeting the people. And so now, multiple things are happening. Number one is like now I know who they are, so I can't use them as part of my thing anymore because I know who they are. So it's like mm. the, this, like this, this demystifies thing. it. Um, and not even that. It's like it's also like they're a person now that I know. Yeah, so I'm not yeah, gonna. It's yeah. like I'm not jerking off to my friends. So I'm not gonna do that. And then you don't the jerk off to your friends. No. Why do you go up every <laughs> time? You, every time something bad is. <laughs> uh, no, because it's not right. Um. <laughs> according, to what, according to what religion? Where, where, where does it say this in the Bible? Thou shalt not. That's not jerk off to your friends. To your kin. To your kin. Yeah, um, kinsmen. That's the, the the your neighbor's wife. It's the same one. It's not the same one. I know. Your kinsmen. Hang on. Keep talking. I'm gonna close these blinds because I'm pretty sure that we're just a shadow right All now. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. I was about to ask about that. Uh, so essentially, so my girlfriend was very PC. Uh, I was trying to tell her about why I dislike hobos. She's like, can't say hobo. Can't say... I was, like, so I was telling her, like, like I, I, used to, I was telling her, like, what... what, my, what Actually, I, this is probably worse, because now we're completely dark. There's a light over there, I think. She's telling me, like, no, not effective. I mean, you can open it on the side. Let me let me try. So, yeah, trying to tell me why I can't call them hobos, because they're people, and what it does is that it dehumanizes them. So, because it dehumanizes them, you must use the word homeless people. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, you know what I hate about homeless people? She's like, you, you can't, you can't have a stance of hatred on homeless people. Oh, this is you do not know them. My ex girlfriend. This yeah. is happening, but you're trying to write a joke. I'm just trying to, t- I'm trying to be funny, and I'm also trying to right. tell her. But like, yeah, there's you're no trying to tell a joke, and she's like, you know, you can't. Well, can't this is what's this, killing comedy. Do, that. do you think so? It is. It, 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 we're in a position now, especially in the U.S., where. Uh, everybody thinks that they get to be represented in a certain way. So it's like they're listening to the whole show, and then as soon as it's about the thing that they believe in, now they're all of a sudden offended. 
And I really well, uh, last well, night I decided that we should do this thing, and I, nobody's doing it. And I, I think I'm going to try to in, instill it in the shows. Is we should get people to sign releases when they walk into the room and go, "You're not allowed to be offended. You you are waiving your right to be offended. Sign this paper, and at the end of the show, if you were offended by something, well, here's your paper, and yeah. it's over. It's done. Oh, but I, I think I think it's, it there is like a line, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for don't instance, be terrible. Don't be a terrible comic. Yeah. But, but the but the start of one of the other podcasts, which is as long as it's funny, if it's funny, it's not offensive. Yeah. That and that's the weird part. But remember, it's like, like you must remember that uh, we come from a space where, like, especially in SA. For instance, like I was in a, a, a predominantly Caucasian school, and I remember being in a. Group Were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being in a group of white boys, and uh, there's one joke that came up with it, like, um, so you know what a pudgy is, right? The bird. No. What's like it called? A, a pet, a pudgy. It's like a bird that people keep on their shoulder. No, like a parrot. It's a pet, like a parrot. Let's just say parrot for yeah. the sake of the context. I'll say parrot. Um, yeah, and the joke was people laughed at this, and the joke was. Uh, What's another name for a fly? And uh, Pudgy and I was like, a kefa pudgy, and people laughed. What's a kefa pudgy? I will translate it into uh, an American context, southern. What is another name for fly? Terrible southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> what no, is another? It's actually pretty good. Bill. What <laughs> is another name for fly? You don't know? You don't know, Jilly Bob? Uh, it's a coon parrot. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> rough, dude. And people laughed. Yeah, so it's like it's a pet for for black people. Yeah, I get it. Because uh, they're because yeah, I get it. So a lot of those jokes were still happening, and some of them still happen today. And it's like you know what I mean. So I get where they're coming from, and also people like uh, they trivialize like rape culture. They trivialize rape. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you as well. Because like some of my favorite comics, Patrice O'Neill. Do you know Patrice O'Neill? Yeah, of course. As a comedian, we mm. go. Well, there's two sides to everything, and we try to find the other side. But the problem is, is all of the associated factors that are that are involved in the thing, and especially with like rape, there's so much that goes into before and after, and victims what they feel that 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 as a person who's never been raped, you'll never feel that exactly, way. Yeah. So you have no real way to break down the thing. So as an outsider, it's not fair to talk about it uh, in in that way. But if you can find the thing that you're talking about and you're an insider on it and you can you can delve into the depths of it, like yes. like losing someone, death and suicide, all those things. If you can if you can come from a perspective of the person that 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 can uh, empathize and sympathize with those situations, then you have the opportunity exactly. and the roots to make it but funny. It's, it's, a, it's like it's a line, dude, because like, I mean, for instance, like you have to believe the irony as well. If someone does some fucked up. As a humor, you have to believe. Like you, like everybody believes. Everybody who likes Daniel Tosh believes that he's being yeah. ironic. Everybody right. who likes um, who else? Right. Jimmy right. Carr, right? Jimmy because because his his entire uh, his entire the tone of his of his speech mm. is very sarcastic. Exactly. Like no one really talks the way that he talks. Exactly. He talks in this very uh, a sarcastic, hyperbolized sort of like tone. So you have to know that he's that this Obviously, isn't serious. Yeah, taking the piss. But then on the other hand, you got people who you thought were like fucking saints, like Louis, right? I was like, oh, Louis Stan. I, I still respect this comedy, like you know his work, yeah. the body of work on its own. If you can, if you can separate the person from it's a, t it's a. This is a tough. This is a tough one because 
the this the degree of severity to what was going on compared to the things that he's being uh, um, leveled off with are not equal. So the Harvey Weinstein yeah, thing yeah, yeah, is yeah, not yeah, equal yeah. to the Louis C.K. thing. Checking off in front of some honeys, but it's holding this, them down. But, it, but it, right, and, but it's the and, and, but it's the same punishment that that, mm. that he's being given. And also, he also he admitted the the fault and 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 took responsibility for his actions. Right. And the other part of it was there was there was a lot of things where he was asking for permission. This whole this whole movement is yeah, about yeah, not yeah, asking yeah. for permission exactly. to, and doing the thing. So he was asking for this consent, and the only problem was he didn't wait long enough to get the consent and people felt that he was uh, uh, sort of like jumping the gun and, and using and, his power and, well, and people that were that he was asking the consent for felt that they couldn't give an honest answer so that that's you know that's the the, the yeah. one on that one that that's we, were, so tough. we were rough on Louis but I'm just saying for instance, yeah he has a, you know that gag where he's like uh, so he has this gag where he's like not I hate people who use the n-word the old gag people use the n-word and he says I'm not talking about the word nigger I'm talking about people who say the n-word because then they put the pressure on me right to think it out you're putting it in my head yeah, you, say, you the word. say the word you know right. what i'm saying so that's a great gag brilliant now i mean if it comes out later on that he called someone a coon or someone else yeah now that gag am i making well, sense about pc culture yes, but i must believe that it's a good gag but i'm saying i must believe the irony as yes a human being, because that's what comedy is i must believe that's why but you, you work so hard for so many years for it to sound conversational so it doesn't sound so much like jokes anymore right well, there's that, but then also th- uh, when all the stuff came out, Buzz uh, Buzzfeed did a did an article where they said, "Here's 25 Louis C.K. jokes that aren't funny anymore," and all the jokes were about weird situations that he's masturbating on, and and jokes about him being a man and and always fighting with his with like with like his masculinity, his testosterone about like what he mm. wants to do to a woman in his head, and about how he's not doing that on a on a on a consistent basis. Exactly. So. I look at that situation and I go, no, he's been telling us who he is the whole time, and they're looking at it going, well, he's been he's been admitting it, but it's uh, but it, but now it's scarier. But like, no, he's been coping with it his whole life. Exactly. He's been as honest as possible. You know, like jokes of his had like ended with him like jerking off on bodies. Like he's been honest with this the whole time. Mm. That like walking around with a dick is like having a constant PSI valve that you need yeah, to like yeah, release yeah. the pressure yeah. off of a little over <laughs> a little while. <laughs> yeah. So he's been the most honest along the way. And I, I think that so I think that's a difficult one because it's very different because, you know, like a Bill Cosby no, they- preached the opposite thing and then was doing the opposite of what he was saying, whereas Louis C.K. was basically doing what he was been saying the whole time. Mm. It doesn't make it right. But for us to be like, oh, well, what the hell? We go, well, he's been telling us. Yes. No, but I, I dude, like, I, I'm not even a moral human being, bro. I I do all sorts of debaucherous things. I mean. We all do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, yeah, bro. I mean, I'm not like, judge. I'm just saying it's, it's just like, it's, a, it's like scary. Yeah. You know, like, because where do we go with our, our human? Like, I've, I've got so many jokes about, like, drug use. And, and like, in South, we're very conservative. I don't know if you've yeah. noticed, like. The audiences here are not very like you know like they, they it's tough. Sometimes you feel that like mm, they're like you can't make a Jesus like a Jesus joke is like will offend people. Yeah, I was doing a thing where I was comparing Trump to Zuma for a little bit, and that was making people a little uncomfortable. Um, so there's yeah, there's uh, there's all the there's the things yeah. that are still hanging out. So what do we what do we talk about? I can't even talk about the f- like I can't right now. There's this old black consciousness, uh, you know. Yeah, moving or across the world, natural yeah. hair, black is beautiful, black, yeah. pr- you know, like you know what I mean, like black pride, whatever. Like there's this whole thing about black people trying to almost love themselves, right? Yeah, I still kind of like, you know, 
I kind of like white bitches in the top. Right, right. You know what I mean? And like, uh, well, we all we all sort like, of we I, all sort I, of I, like what's the opposite. That's you know that's I mean? kind of the problem. And so, I, like, but like it's now it's taking like especially when I'm performing in like uh, predominantly African rooms, uh, what it comes across as is it's tough. It's a tough. It's the, he hates the, the crossing cross. Yeah, the crossing the boundaries uh, of race. Um, from a sexual standpoint, is is one of the things that's still left over. Mm. It's like it becomes, and this yeah, this is one of the things that I found because uh, you know, in, in America we do it too. So it's like you got a guy like Common, or you got a guy like Chappelle, mm. and it's like these are people that are supposed to be representing black culture. Or even now Jordan Peele, yeah. and he's married to a white girl, white and lady. and uh, and Chappelle's married to an Asian, Asian woman. Lady. And uh, you know, Co- Common, Common's pretty consistent. Common, Common stays with. Black women and mm. and uh, you know he was with Serena for a long time and Childish and Gambino's dating a Caucasian lady. Yeah, well, but but Childish Gambino's entire fan base is, is Caucasian ladies. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it, it makes sense. But so it, it is. It's, it, but he but now he's in that position. Now he's in the position with the This Is America video and the fact yeah. that, and the fact that he won the Emmy and then and then and then shouted out Migos and Bad and Bougie and now now he's in a position where black culture looks at him as as a, um, as, a as an influencer as a symbol. As a symbol, as somebody mm. who's supposed to represent them, and and the pressure is is humongous. I don't want to be. I don't want to. Ah, but that, and, wanna, and, well, that's fucked, and well, that's what's fucked up the most is that like now we're now we're so it is this a black consciousness and it's it's about it's about trying to get to equality. But it's like if mm. you're getting to equality, then you should be able to fuck somebody from another race. That mm. should be the point of the whole thing, because they're because what 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 uh, uh, black consciousness is telling white people is that. Uh, black people are equal, and you should date black people. You should date Asian people. You should date all kinds of people. Mm. But then it's telling the black community you should mm. only date black people. Well, I mean, like not not the entire movement, but there's yeah. extreme extremist yeah. like factions like feminism as well. So it's unfair to say feminism is teaching a woman to try and be more powerful. But there are factions, and you know what I mean, like sectors that are extreme in all of these things. Sure. So black but, is, is, but generally, feminists are not going, "Oh, go fuck Donald Trump." Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? You know so what it's mean? like, so they're gonna, so they're gonna pick that thing. They're gonna pick that thing and they're gonna go. But who are you anyway? You're dating a rich white man. So who yeah, are yeah. you to the feminist movement? Or who are you to to black consciousness? You're dating a white girl. But the whole point, the point, like that's my thing with feminism is like now she, uh, a lady can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, like these those extreme fact- factions where they'll be like, no, I open my own door. No, uh, sh- fuck right. your chivalry. Right. No, don't 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 be well mannered. Yeah. Don't be more well mannered to me How than. How dare than you try to buy me a drink? Exactly, I buy my own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this, I'm, 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 you know what I mean? Which we, what should get to is like it should be normal the way my friend would buy me a drink. Right. That's what equality should be. Right. But the world back, right. will never be equal. Also, it's going back. Also, like I don't know if I want the world to be equal. <laughs> right. Because I mean, like. I exploit a lot of the, you know what I mean, the, the inequality the in the world. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm talking about like, as in, I'm not talking about like, I mean, that's different. But like, for instance, like people who, is, you know how, how 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 much it costs, like some people to clean, to have a, a person who works here five days a week, four hours a day, yeah, cleaning your house, washing your shit, you can pay them 3,000 rand, right. which is a month, yeah. which is about, let's just say, I'm just ma- over I'm $200. Make, yeah, I'm, make, I'm making that in a couple of days here. As an outsider, yeah, exactly, yeah, two hundred dollars so, a month. So you're going, so you're, so you're on the one side where you're like, I love it, I love that I can do that. Uh, no, I mean <laughs> it's wrong, dude. Yeah. I would never, it's wrong. I'm just saying the fact that there's certain things, dude, that I have access yeah. to. The same reason, like, 
All of us take advantage of China. The whole world right now taking advantage of China. Right. We're going. Well, yeah. We're going. Uh, how can I? I can't open a factory in my country because no, I actually have to pay much. somebody a yeah. real wage. I love communism. They get well, to pay these people nothing. Someone comes with a shoe and says, "What? Five thousand dollars for a shoe?" Like, yeah, it was hand stitched. You know, what I'm talking yeah. about it. Wasn't yeah. like you know what I mean. And it was a person who was paid right. a decent amount right. of he money. He got paid a uh, hundred dollars an hour. To, yeah. Who can afford this, that? You know right. what I'm saying? Now yeah. you want to complain? We, so I don't know. I'm, I was actually I was joking. I think I'd like for equality to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to destroy my international fan base before, <laughs> before they they've even seen me play. Like this guy loves China. <laughs> That's how they start bringing you to the stage. Like a, this next guy, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This next guy is exploitative, loves Chinese <laughs> and cheap labor. Give it up for the misogynistic, <laughs> racist motherfucker. Evan is a book one. Thank you. So what's up with but with with equal wages? <laughs> am I right? Like what's the deal? What's the deal with equal wages? <laughs> no, but uh, but if we're all being honest, we we all kind of feel that way, right? Mm. So it's like uh, so it sh- it should it actually should translate. But now we're in a position where we're in a room full of honest. we're in a room full of people. And then, they, and then, what you shouldn't feel now becomes most important. Yeah. So, what you shouldn't feel is this. But then, but then, as comedi- like but as comedians, we do get to exploit that too, because we go, look, I know you're not supposed to say this, but mm. this is the reality. You know, dude, a five minute set. South Africa, the PC culture is so strong right now, dude. Five minute set, right? Yeah. Five with, with where I'm trying to plan a punchline or a laugh per thirty seconds. Let's just say, because yeah. you know, tight five, like it's you know smart. how people yeah. plan the the network five yeah. to make sure that it's like you know what yeah. I mean. Tight five. Now yep. imagine with jokes that you know might come across and uh, now misunderstood. You have to give context to why you're allowed to say this, right. why you're not racist, why you're not sexist. I don't actually believe this, which takes away from the right. funny of the joke. Oh man, it's well, that's a minefield. The, well, that, yeah, that's the that's the the complexity of what comedy has become, right? It's it's um. So what what has always existed for comedy w- was the the framework that we all agree upon. Uh, but now with yeah with all so you know stereotypes and things like this were the framework that we could use to our advantage because we know people feel this way about this thing mm. and so we could just say it and then it was agreed upon and everybody understood why that that was a thing but yeah now you have to set it up um, but that's always been the difficulty is mm. you have to, you have to have enough things to set it up and that's just the time that we're at is you need to set it up in a proper way so that what you're saying has less of a of a spin to it right of course, yeah. so uh, my my big uh, my big goal last trip because my grandfather was dying and ha- and had died while I was here was to make Alzheimer's funny now Alzheimer's on its own isn't funny it's tragic mm. and people know and people people hate it and and, and it ruins your family and it's it's sad. I forgot what Alzheimer's is. What is Alzheimer's it? Alzheimer's is basically where you... Oh, I see what's happening. Come on! Come on! So, <laughs> making, it, over, so making, so making it... Uh, uh, making Sorry. it funny to, to... No, it's fine. To an audience was important to me, but it, it takes mm. a, quite a bit of framing. Of course. To, to tell, to tell uh, you know, to, to immediately go out and say, well, this is, this is what's good about Alzheimer's for my grandfather. You know what I mean? Now you got to... Yeah. You have to frame it. You have to frame it, and it's another two minutes. I'm like, you know, because I'm like, you watch Patrice, uh, like Patrice O'Neill, and I'm sorry if I'm going mainstream. You watch Patrice O'Neill, or or Patrice was way ahead of his time. Also, but also Patrice, you know, you could argue Patrice was 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 sexist, and and Patrice was uh, was misogynist. But he was using the framework of that to to frame his jokes. And so once you understood the guy, then you're like, look, He's he believes that up. it doesn't yeah, make yeah, it true. Yeah. Uh, but within the context of him believing that, this is funny. Mm. 
and you almost kind of forgive him, not forgive him or you, not pity him either. You look, you look at him really like, okay, fine. So I'm not taking any real advice, like life advice. From yeah, him. but I get he's what a hilarious. He's, I know, yeah. like on a comedy level, he's a genius. But like for someone, someone can just for them to justify the fact that they're laughing at, they can see in their minds, oh, he's a fool. Like yeah, he's, he is a. He's backward. Yeah. He's backward as fuck. Which he says himself. He, he says in one of his specials, he, he says to, to dudes like when he, cause the, the, you can see they started to get offended. Like, yeah. guys, I'm done. I'm fucking, I'm a Neanderthal. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm from a p- past time and that makes right. sense. You know, and someone who took that and I think does it so skillfully in today's age is um, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. He does it so well. Bill where Burr. He does it. Th- he does very the hard thing. to be offended. And he does the thing. He, well, and, this is, and this is also what's happened is Bill Burr has been working so hard for so long at the thing. And that's funny because Bill Burr and Patrice were boys. Yeah. And he's been working so hard for so long that you look at Bill Burr and you go, okay, I get it. He's kidding. Yes. And you know enough that he's kidding. What the problem is when you're a young comic and you go to the show and now you're trying to do the thing, the hard jokes, the audience doesn't go, oh, he's kidding. All of a sudden mm. they go, oh, he's serious. This guy is, this guy might mean this. Yeah. Which is weird. It, I mean, it is weird. I, just, I can't wait. Like, I, you know, like uh, the big dream for most South African comics. I like how you're about to say you're like, I can't wait till I'm famous. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm talking about as in like the big, the big dream is we want to hit, you know, all the festivals, Montreal, of yeah. course. We want to go and hit even the Australia Melbourne Comedy Festival, yep. uh, New York Fest Comedy Fest. Yeah. You know what I mean, we want to play. We, we all want to eventually find ourselves in front of the brick wall at the yeah, cellar. You know what I'm talking about? Uh all of these things are landmarks and all of these things are, are like things that we we aspire Fire towards to. but for me my, my my biggest thing about playing to comedy savvy audiences is just about that is that I know that my jokes I, I can take away so much of the context right. that I've had to give around jokes right. I'm alternative so I'll do right. a lot of well this is what I was saying about and, and so it's interesting that you say that about comedy savvy audiences it's also a thing about um, I don't know what just beeped I want to make sure we're still running um it's also a thing about uh, uh, the fame can solves that same problem is once you know who a guy is, I put it like this. It's like uh, Louis C.K. when he was starting, he, you know, even even he even he was famous enough to get a 45 minute special. But if you watch his special, he starts very, very uh, calm mm. at the beginning. And then it get, and then it gets more and more harsh, more and more harsh because he's doing the work over mm. 45 minutes. But being famous is like walking on stage at minute 46. You don't have to shield anything. You can just start saying the thing. So I watched the guy already lying when he first mm. started getting back into comedy. He was so famous in the U.S. from being on the Howard Stern show. Everyone knew his story. Everybody knew that he tried to commit suicide. Everybody knew that he was a, that he was doing heroin at some point in his life. So he came on stage and he just immediately started talking about heroin. I can't do that. No. People were like, "What the hell's going on?" But you go on and you're already and they know and they know his struggle and they know he's he's been struggling with heroin for 25 years. Mm. So he can just start talking about heroin. And so it, there, there's a little bit of that for comedy savvy audiences where they go where they get that it's a show, mm. and I would say Goliath is doing a good job with that. The club mm. where you can go on and you can just do the thing. Um, but um, my my thing would be like for instance um, another reason outside of that outside of like uh, them judging me or imagining me to be some sort of human being is also just for instance um, if you have to watch comedy to get why it would be funny to say. Oh, why that is funny. Oh, what's up with equality? Am I right? Yeah. So I'm walking through the bar the other day, and if I'm being ironic, for you to get the irony. Yeah, right, right. If you have never watched comedy, and I come on stage and say, what's up with big dicks and small vaginas? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever context it is, you'll be like, okay, what's the punchline? They'll be waiting for a punchline. You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? So there's that. With that as well, uh, comedy savvy audiences will wait instead of immediately. Right. 
immediately taking a stance. Yes. You know, I'm talking about the weight, well, which is what you see. Like, I've seen some specials where it's not great, but because the, the audience is savvy, they were waiting. Well, you're calling a comedy savvy audience. I'm just, I think I'm, I think I view it in my head as uh, um, the credibility of the environment. So if the environment has credibility, even the even a non-comedy savvy audience member will wait because they're now they're in the cellar. So mm. they know in their head that that only good comedians go on at the mm. cellar. So there's no moment like at a bar show where they can go, this guy sucks. Yeah. They go, he's here for a reason and I'm wrong. So I got so I got to I got to figure this thing out. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so it's about the credibility of the room. And so like. Did you see? You saw me at uh, at uh, Shakers. No, I didn't. I didn't get to watch. No, no um, they gave me no credibility going on stage, and I had a much different set because they didn't say. So every other guy, they were like, "This guy's funny," uh, and then they brought him up. With me, they did this thing where they like they did like an impression of me and pretended like I was like a white guy that was from Johannesburg. So then when I went on. So the crowd thought that's who I was, and then when I accent. wasn't that guy, they were very confused. Right. Mm. So there was that. There was that moment of, of like hosting? of no credibility. Who was hosting? Uh, at at Shakers. Oh my god. I'm fucking throw him under the bus. Fuck <laughs> but uh, and and they were having fun, and you know, and they got all kinds of laughs before I went on, and it's a funny thing to do, right? But it's like, um, but but it put me in the toilet to come on. Um. So it, you know, it it told a room full of people that like this guy ain't shit. And so they, you know, it's like I. So every joke I had to try to earn my my keep, and every joke I, you know, I, they, they mm. plunge me back underwater, and I got to swim my way out. Every joke, you know, but, but I uh, stayed in my with, zone, with and I and I told and I told the crowd with my body language mm. that like, you're not gonna win this thing, mm. uh, so you, but it was work. Came back. Well, it but was I mean, work. What's this? I'm saying like, for instance, when you watch, I don't know if you know this dude, Eric Andre. Yeah, of course, that's my guy. Oh, I love Eric. Yeah. Oh, you guys friends? Yeah. So. Uh, Eric, Eric has like is, I think he's brilliant, right? I think his comedy is brilliant. I, I think he's like the, a, a, a the Eric Andre show. The the I think his show is also funny. I mean, his stand up as well. Yeah, I find his stand up oh, hilarious. He, like, alternative comedy. Eric, like. well, Eric can accomplish things on a microphone that most people can't. Like this Baconator joke, like things that other people think of at, that 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 they would need a sketch, mm. and they would need all of these other things. They would need like a green screen, all yeah. the things that other people need a green screen for. He can just do with the mic. It's incredible. Yeah, he can inhabit these characters. He can change his his entire appearance just for a bit. It's great. No, yeah, but, but I'm, I'm saying like for instance, he does a lot of that humor, where he's like, uh, I'm trying to remember the, or oh, uh, that he's like, uh, he's half he's half black and he's half a Jew. So uh, when he hears these jokes about black people and white people, he's like, yeah. I don't know. Do I do I like watermelon or yeah, do I like right. so right? But he's playing on. Other comics who do that, right? Black people do this, white people right. do it's that. It's like it's anti-comedy. So exact. I'm talking about that the opportunity to do anti-comedy. Yeah. Those spaces are like they're in the they're in the space of okay, fine. Let us see. He might be doing. They, they give you a chance not only because they say there's a reason that you're here, but they say he's probably gonna. He's taking a twist. He's shitting. He might be shitting on or uh, taking the piss out of what is already happening right. in the well, establishment. There's so many layers of humor, right? Because it's mm. because on surface level, it is funny. Yes. What he's saying is funny. And then there's the second layer where he's making fun of the thing mm. while he's doing it. That's funny. And then uh, and then there's another level where it's like, oh, he's bringing this to another place. Mm. And it's like, so it's just layer upon layer upon and layer. And physicality is great. Right. You know? But I mean, again, bro, it's like, it's like hey, bro, it's really like, a, is this, this is a comedy podcast, right? Comedy, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry, well, the I problem, like is, the problem is, it's like, yeah, it's not... Uh, 
it's not it's not I don't know because because I like to talk about the theory of comedy and the, mm. and the ideas of comedy. It doesn't end up being I don't I just don't like podcasts where guys go on and do material. Yeah, yeah. So this is more like I like this. No, this I, I is fun. No, I'm I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I, I, was, I was worried about your audience. I was worried like, like what the fuck guys? I don't have an audience, don't worry. Make us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody listens to this. It's fine. One day. Uh, but but so yeah. like uh yourself, what is your journey? Like what, what how would you describe if I ask how would you describe your People always ask me like, "What kind of comedian are you?" Mm. And I, I just, um, I, I don't know how to answer that, right? Because it's like, um, at different points in my life, I've been, I've been a different person. So it's like, it's just whatever's going on in my life. So right now, I'm, I'm very, um, I've been toying with open relationships, and uh, I've been toying with, um, you know, uh, uh, why people uh, handle death wrong. And so it's like, this stuff is making its way into my comedy and I've become a dog owner. So that's in my comedy. Uh, you know, my, my grandfather died of Alzheimer's. That's in my comedy. So I, I don't know. I'm a realist. Okay. So it's like, if something happens to me tomorrow, like if, you know, if I, if I get in an accident tomorrow and I lose my leg, my comedy is about how I don't have a leg. Yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not, you know, I don't have a preconceived goal mm. ahead of time. You know, I'm not like, Oh, I'm trying to take down the Catholic church, you know? Mm. Um, I, what I what I've found and why <laughs> I'm in South Africa. It's a weird thing to want to do. No, but th I have the buddy of mine. That's that's one of the that's sort of one of his goals is to sort of uh, obliterate the the concepts of religion for people. You know that that's become his comedy goal, and it's a very h difficult goal to achieve yeah. because people people shut down. Um, so I don't know. I I would say uh, yeah that I, I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a realist and I'm a. I don't know. I lost. I lost the point that I was trying to make. But, but so I'm, I mean, because what I mean, the way I was asking is like, is it more storytelling? What would you say? What kind of comedy would you say you do? So it's across. I do a lot of. Uh, this, I do a lot of anti-comedy, like right. So a lot yeah. of anti-comedy. Try to take the shit, like the piss out of it, and I do a lot of one-liners. But this is how I mask it because one-liners don't really work in South Africa. I'll do the one line, and then I'll riff. Right. Right. So I'll riff on the one line. And write they laughed or some kind yeah. of cheating. So I try to write a hot one liner or a dumb one, right? Like, like a terrible one. Yeah. And then if they do laugh, I'd either criticize the fact that also you, you, that's, that's what you like. It's a sort of you know yeah. that's who you are. So sort of you know you strike me as and I'd go into another sort of idea. But yeah, so I think uh, it's very so short. So you ridicule the audience for liking the thing that you're doing. Yeah, no. Or, or sometimes <laughs> if if there's someone, so uh, this stupid gag, right? That I just when I say like when I can notice there's an audience member's not laughing, I'm like I can see what's going on. You 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 wanna ask a pistol's joke, so I don't do them. I hate them. I despise them. I simply can't stand them. What? <laughs> who, who is this guy? Legs stand. Yes, that's the connection. You get it. I get it. Let's move along. You know what I'm saying, right? Right. right? right? And then they'll come being stupid. I'll run around. And who is? Gosh, oh my goodness, why is he not famous? I want to suck his dick, you do? And I like, I'll literally yeah. go for like a good like 30 seconds ripping, playing the character of the audience so member who just laughed. And then afterwards, if I do another joke and then they laugh, I'm like, no, you're not allowed to laugh. You, that, you like that, like that lowbrow fucking humor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, so you are the, the entity. Like it's not, a, you're not doing a particular type of humor. It's just you. Oh, right, like, and that's, yeah, and that's what it all. I mean, that's what all of it sort of uh, has to become. Mm. Is it, to be successful in this thing, it has to be you. Yeah, but I'm punchline, you know. So like, I'm punchline. I, it's very hard for me to resist, even if it's a funny story. I can't yeah. tell a funny story, but that's at the gigs where we're telling stories. So for instance, like, well, so but the, but the thing is, it, it's it's all a fucking magic trick. 
Yeah. Right. So like you'll watch like you'll watch a guy like we're like uh, I had this debate with about Sebastian Maniscalco the other day and uh, two comedians sort of like thought that they were like above his level of like not not uh, not his level of success because he's super successful. You know what that is? No, I'm not sure. Sebastian Maniscalco. He's great. Uh, and, and he's very successful now. And he's theater shows. I mean, he's a theater guy in the U.S., which is not an easy thing to be. And um but it, you know, it, it's it's a very physical thing, and it's and it's sort of like it doesn't seem like it's uh, uh, punchline heavy. It seems like it's these sort of like stories. But if you break down one of his jokes, it's like punchline after punchline after mm. punchline after punchline, and it's sort of disguised because he's he's like he's he's like giving up himself, and he's like telling it in a story way. So it's like we can pretend like telling a story isn't uh, uh, one of the components of 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 of, of of one-liners, but once you, the longer you're in the thing, you realize that a story is just mm. a bunch of one-liners crammed together. Yeah, that, that, that's right? my thing. Because, I mean, like, for instance, but then you watch, like, for instance, one of, one of the most successful comedians right now, Uprising, in South Africa, Robbie Collins, right? Yeah, I love Robbie. So, yeah, he does, like, it, like, it, like it's very hard, it would be very difficult for anyone, for instance, to steal his material. That's how I, that's how I gauge it. That's how yeah. I, I know there's and a that difference. Th the, the thing we were talking about before the podcast started, that's, that becomes the, the, the thing where it's like people are taking jokes. So what happens is you have to put so much of yourself into it that mm. like they can't take your joke. It's yeah. specifically about your exactly. experience. Exactly. And that's where good comedy comes from. You see, but then, then we come out to uh, someone like some, one of my favorite um, hugest influences, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Um, you watch his show. I could... I mean, like if I if I went to an, I wouldn't obviously, but I mean if I went to an audience that didn't didn't and just did his stuff, it, yeah, I could do because his punchline is it's not very it's not it's about not him, yeah. Personal. Yeah, you don't learn anything about him at all during his show, and I don't think you really learn that much about me. All my my humor, I do have like long. But how long have you been doing comedy? Four years now. So, I mean, not not to like, but it's it's going to the longer you do this thing, mm. the more personalized it's going to become. No, and I hear you. There's no way. There, mm. There's just no way not to have that uh, be a component because because you want to put yourself into the art. You and do. So it's like I do talk about it, but that's not where the funny is. I'll like, I'll give like a, the, the scenario. Oh, this is where I'm from. This is where I grew up. But like, there's very little yeah, of the but, funny. Okay, but then there'll be a punchline about the area. But I think you're thinking of it the wrong way because you think that you have to say that I'm from such and such a place for it to be about you. Whereas I think you doing the thing where you're running around, you know, he wants to go. Oh, you do. That's all you. That's all your personality. And so it's not as much that that like we have to hear specifically where you're from and what your job was as a kid or the fact that you were a preacher. Yeah. It's the fact that we're like watching you and we're taking you in and we're getting an idea of who you are as a person. Mm. And we're like, we're like, we're, you know, it, there, you, there is so much of you in that, in that act. Oh, no, I hear you. Without saying, oh, I'm from so and such mm. a place. You don't have to say, oh, I'm Italian and I'm whatever and my mom did Tell this. You. For it to my be... My mother cooks the best right? meatballs. It doesn't have to be that for it to be you. So what do you think about Carrot Top? Yeah, Carrot Top is Carrot Top is like the example of like what not to be in America, and it has been for a long time. But then we look at his career, and everybody goes, "I would, I would like yeah, his career." Yeah, he's still in like the game. Career. He's fucking rich, bro. But he, but he's, a, but he's, he's, re he's irrelevant now. It's like he's not even he's not even a fake punchline anymore. Like nobody even uses him as a fake punchline anymore. And he's not the guy. He's not the guy that we that we look to or aspire you to anymore. You see, that's, I'm saying like for, like that, that's the thing. There's that thing in South Africa right now. We are is a, a carrot top. If someone was. Was, was was very like like that gimmicky, right? Yeah. Um, well, can you tell me about there's a guy there's a guy who does uh, blackface in the movies. So that guy's a gimmicky guy. Yeah, but I think he's he's on the way out. Right. He's on the way out though. But I mean, like, uh, I don't know. Like, who's this guy? 
as like I, I watch a lot of uh, comics, like these clips of comics from other countries going yeah. to to uh, America and doing what was it? Who was it? Russian guy in communist Russia. Yeah, I don't know this guy. You don't know the guy. No, no, no. Like in communist Russia, you say like in America you have a thing like this. In communist Russia, yeah. you don't know this guy. No, it was no. huge, bruh. No, he was making it. I forgot his name, but like, yeah. And so, for instance, like that, right? Right now, comedy because of the uh, the global community, we're a global community now. I mean, the internet and social media. Nobody's really interested in hearing about the differences yeah and even if because you have to sneak it in as a comic you, you can sneak it in about the differences sure. right but you don't want to be like uh you can't make it out i obvious. just came out i just came out of season uh oh i love just got the new uh, just got uh second season of days of our lives great stuff <laughs> great stuff guys when is season three coming out right right like i mean like you could i mean i, I know there's certain clubs in everywhere right where i could probably maybe get away with sure. it like oh so i just i, I parked I my elephant <laughs> it frustrates yeah. me right 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 right, right, like, right you know what i mean like, I, I, the, this is what it is i think well, I'm, this, I'm a well, bit this, of a snob no well. well this is this is what the longer you're in comedy the more you become a snob so every comedian watches the thing and they watch the other comedian and they go ah and you know if you get the laugh uh, from a cheap place you go ah and so it's like so, and that's and that's where the community aspect of it comes in it's like that and they were talking about it before the 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 comics choice awards mm. so that's what keeps you honest as a comedian is is because we know as comedians, that we can get the cheap laugh. We know that. Mm. We know that the audience might not be as as uh, uh, um, sophisticated as, as us comedically. Mm. Like we've been doing the thing so long, so it's like there, you know, there's a thing like first year funny. Like okay, yeah, that's that's first year funny. That's not stage funny, mm. right? Uh, that's first year funny. Which and is like his first gen comedy, like yeah, first year. It's like the, 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 the thing you would do at the open mic. Mm. You know, like the and and so it's like he, whatever. He's been doing it a year. You can't blame that guy. Like of course he think that that's because it's like that where that punchline is. Uh, it needs to be ten steps down the road, mm. and but as a first year guy, you don't know that. So all the audiences are first year funny, and so you gotta, you know, you gotta do the work for them sometimes to do the thing. So other comedians keep us yeah, honest is really what it comes to, and it, it keeps us in check, and it, and it keeps us because I was saying this the other day. I don't think I made it on a podcast, but there's two laughs in the room. There's the audience laughs, and then there's the comedian laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a comedian, we know that this one's kind of more valuable. We can't rely just on that one. Uh -huh. We need to be able to get both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you can make the audience laugh and make the comedians laugh, then you're really doing the thing. And you fall into the trap. I mean, as a, as a, as a comic, because the thing is, like, people must it's remember, South Africa has been following. So, I mean, South African comics, at least. Yeah. We've been following and reading and studying and trying to, like, you know, bring our comedy to a space or a level that... You know, it's, it's, it's like working. It's, like, it's, it's, it's beautiful for us. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we, we've been consuming actual, like, dope comedy. Yeah. You know, before we even started. So, it's like, uh, that's, that's frustrating because right now, with the, with the audiences, like, they're not even first year because they don't recognize comedy as a, uh, we are like, bro, we are like the, the ugly twin sister. It's interesting, that you, it's interesting that you feel this way. Um because I I saw a show in England that I thought was a very mediocre show and everyone was crushing, everyone murdered at the show and I was like very disappointed because like I was like I, I I wanted to go up and they didn't know me so they didn't put me up and mm. I was like but like oh, what I'm gonna do yeah, versus what yeah. these guys are gonna do is like night and day but but, but the but audiences like, were yeah. loving it I, but I don't know man I, I here when I do that weird shit I will hear comics like 
I spent so okay. I, I'm four years in, right? Because we are so young and because everybody's trying to figure it out, and some people have other talents like improv, right? Sure. Or they come from an acting background, maybe, ne? Or storytelling, story writing, or joke writing context, right? Yeah. Or TV writing, like some people come or copywriting. A lot of our comics, our best yeah. comics, wrote adverts. Used yeah. To be working right. advertising. Yeah. Jason Gilly, all these J- people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Larissa Matinga, who's yeah. now on the Daily Show. So um, so like I I'll do my stand up and like. Many nights where it'll be, I'll be like maybe like out of a lineup of five, I'll have the least laughs. But like comics coming out afterwards, like man, yeah, it's so it's a dangerous man, ground. It's dangerous. It's dangerous because, you because now them. you're playing to the comics and you don't give a fuck with the a audience, comic, and yeah. you're actually having more fun when the when the when the when the comics are laughing at the fact that the audience isn't even into it. So that becomes that becomes, and that's a problem in New York too. The guys that the guys that get really big in the open mic scene then don't know how to play to audiences and they don't even give a fuck they're like they're they're actually like they sort of have this Larry David artist. mentality it's artist. like Larry David it's like it's like this audience doesn't know what the fuck they're they're, they're talking mm. about this audience is bullshit and then you know and they leave um, you can't do bro and that, that's you got to make everybody laugh that's the whole goal so like yeah, and like right now right now I'm I'm in a space where I've got two I've got two comics choice awards yeah I've got two great. statuettes in 3 years 4 years in 4 years that's great None of the commercial success, right? So I'm not being so as Dude, much. I as have twelve. I have twelve years. I've been in New York for twelve years, and uh, you know the the this is the most successful I've been. <laughs> this couch. So like you're doing fine. No, but you're but doing fine. I'm saying no money. The money is in I get it. because the audience is like no. Right, the audience is like, no, we reject that. So right well, now, I'm trying thing. to come into well, the thing where no, I'm trying no, to marry well, it. Well, here's, well, here's what I want to uh, try to, uh, because every this is how hot comedy is here. A guy two years in can start to really make it, which is crazy. That doesn't happen in the U.S. Like the 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 uh, 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 Lisa Lampanelli was the first person I met in comedy who was very successful, and it was the, my first year. And she looked me in the eyes. And she said, "It's going to take ten years to get good at this. Period. There's no shortcuts. Mm. If you don't want to do this for ten years." Don't even start. If you're not willing to dedicate this much time in your mm. life to it, don't even start. Now there are there are exceptions, right? Like there's like a like a like a Michael Che who five years in made it, right? Mm. But that guy worked harder than anybody else, well, right? Exactly. And there are these guys, well, like right? Pete, and like Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. But he was but working Devin, for five years. But yeah, no, Pete Davidson. No, yeah. Pete Davidson's been doing this for for almost uh, almost as long as me. Like Pete Davidson's been in it. He's way younger than me, and he's been in it this long. He's been doing comedy forever. Like like. Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy started comedy at 11. He didn't have a special till he was 21. It, it takes a long time. Yeah. So it's happening faster here. It really is. So you're you're in a better position. But but so my advice to you would be like at four years, like don't even look around at what everybody else is getting because honestly, at four years you're not supposed to have anything. You're not, I, uh, you're not supposed to have anything I to show. With you, but there's, there's the, the, the duality. There's the you're duality. looking around. You're going, oh, that guy's got a thing. Why does that guy have a thing? Right? You, know, you start to fall into obscurity because I'm in the newspapers. Yeah. And then they see me as well walking in the in the in the thingy and struggling to make rent and you know yeah. what I'm talking about and then there's, there's that mystique where brands don't want to brands don't want to invest in someone who looks like a normal person human beings don't want to follow someone whose life looks like their own which I is what you see like well you know I, I mean? disagree like I think that's kind of what we're getting we're getting closer to that we're getting closer well, yeah. to the thing where well in the US we're getting closer mm. to the thing where like they want a regular person on the cover of magazine this girl uh, this girl had this great joke about how they were championing all these all, all like bigger women and putting bigger women on magazines and she was like yeah but this bigger woman is also gorgeous and she's like what am I gonna do I'm a bigger <laughs> woman and I'm not gorgeous yeah, yeah. this puts me in a horrible position mm. uh, but so we're getting closer to that um, uh, is my point. I'm excited about it, but here as well, there's a, there's a duality where yes, I can I can become like I can become slightly popular, uh, but so can 
so can a human being who's made his whole career of stealing obscure material. Sure. Because well, our audience does not... Will, so the stealing thing will even out. I, I yeah, promise yeah. you it'll even out. It, uh, not, yeah, it takes time, but it will even out. I was vindicated. Uh, Zach, uh, that's one of the examples I make. Zach... Um, Started like what ninety long time ago. Thank to what what only made his television debut in two thousand. Right for the Letterman Late Show two thousand. Yeah, only got commercial success. It's twenty years. Yeah, for him to be able right. to live a decent life, which is like. But then in in America, for me, I'm, I'm like, I and like it's because he was a comics comic. He was that kind of guy where he would do the show, and the audience would be like, "What is this?" And he was making Patton Oswalt. And uh, and Brian Posehn and Maria Bamford and all these guys in that little crew, he was making them laugh in L.A. And he like, and he didn't give a fuck what the audience was doing. He really didn't. Like he he's inhabiting this space where even if they're not on board, he's still he's mm. still going after it like like he's crushing. Uh, you know, he's got that great he's got that great gag where you know he you can see it in like the way that he handles things. So he had this uh, he had this uh, uh, visor. On. Have you seen this? The purple onion. Yeah, live with the purple. He onion. has the vi- the visor that falls off the stool, mm. and it gets a laugh. And so he doesn't like that it gets a laugh, in, you know, in a sense, because because he's doing all this yeah, work yeah, and yeah, the work yeah. should be getting, and now the visor is getting the laugh. So then he owns that moment and he goes, "No, he's like, you don't laugh at that visor. He just <laughs> fucked it up. I've been working with that visor for ten years, yeah. and he always fucks it up, yeah. and it's brilliant. Mm. Uh, but that, but that's, but that's the place that he's coming from. Is that the, the, he works so hard to get that hard laugh, and that's the integrity that he has." So what you have you integrity. You got it. So you got to stay I'd there. I'd like to think so. What, but what do you think? What would what what would you think is a perfect balance? What would you be willing to give up? So like, uh, like I used to be sad back in the day until I started writing. So like my my money only comes from writing jobs because I can't I can't like I'm not gonna be booked in an arena. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna rip right. Right. Um. So my money comes from writing jobs, character work, development. That's where acting. That's where my money comes from. Outside. Sure. Like like like. Like tiny jobs, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and personally, I don't know. I was uh, last year. I was at a point where I was like leaving, right? I was like stopping. I was like, this is not. I'll, I can make money from this to sell my own shows, right? My own. Yeah. Or write for comedians, whatever, right? Because I can write in that context. But I was like, um, I was I was on the verge of like saying, no. If someone like offers me enough money, I'm done. Like you know, until With like comedy. until I got yeah until I got depressed and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. We all have those moments. And then I was like, okay, nah, I can't. And I don't know. And like then, but that's what makes a good person. You you either quit or you fucking work harder. Mm. So I'm like, what do, what do you think you'd be willing? Is there something that you'd be willing, like as far as your integrity goes? Do you think there's something that you'd be willing to give up? Like as in like something that you you'd be willing to almost step back on as far as your integrity and your. So mo- I'm 12 years your, in, your, right? Your, your virtue goes. So you can you can make two arguments. I'm 12 years in, so you can make the argument that I have no integrity because <laughs> I'm 12 years in, or you can make the argument that like so I've. I've put myself in a position where I'm in charge of a bunch of things, a bunch of a bunch of shows, a bunch of festivals in New York, and that's been that's been uh, um, a little bit uh, uh, my success. But it's also put me in a position where where it makes me unable to be uh, sort of in the same spotlight of success because now I'm like I'm a booker, 
and then that puts me in a different light than yeah. from the other people. So it's like they look at me as a booker first and a comedian second. And so it's like that that's sort of the integrity part that I that I had to lose was I had to make money in this, mm. but I still wanted to make money in this and not have to do other things, whatever. So I'm making money in comedy, but it's but it's uh, uh, the ability to to fill rooms and things like that. And, 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 and initially when I didn't have enough talent to do an hour, it was asking other people to come and do those hours for me. Uh, and then just having myself on the show as, as I grew. So that was sort of the integrity that I had to figure out. Um, so now I'm in a weird position where I think that if given the same opportunities as some other people, I can I can take it a little further because I know how to build the thing. Right? I know how to build the thing from scratch and I mm. know how to fill a room now as nobody. As nobody, I can fill a room in, 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 a, in, a, in a city I've never been to. Yeah. So imagine if you give me something where I'm somebody, then what the fuck I can do with it. So, you know... It, the I don't there's no I don't know I, I don't see the 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 sellout thing anymore it's like a, it's a harder yeah. it's a harder thing to to like grasp because I don't I don't have a good example of a guy who's who's like sold out um, to what to what he would want to do but it's like every time you write to the audience and you write to a broader audience a little a little bit of the integrity is chipping off right it has to because you have to the more the the more the, the more the, the larger the audience let's not even talk about it if i say if if i say that um um this is chicken right right it's chicken if it's one person right i can cook it in a certain way if it's two people i'd have to at least cook half yeah. the chicken this way if it's, it's a great example people, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the more the people, the less it can be exactly what it was that you wanted or right. you had planned to cook. Right. You know right. what I'm talking about? Right. You got the one now you got the one guy in the room who's who uh, when he eats coriander it tastes like soap. You know so what you saying? can't put coriander in there. So what happens is eventually yeah, so eventually you, you get to a position where you you hit it you hit a plane where where the audience's favorite joke becomes your least favorite joke. Because you're kinda like fuck you for even liking that and then by the time it's perfect this is the problem with comedy by the time it's perfect uh you feel you feel like you've you've like sold out in a way but the the heart of the joke is still there but so the only way you can do it is you got to keep getting better and you keep getting you keep uh, tackling heavier and heavier concepts mm. and hopefully the level of kill keeps raising because the hopefully. more hopefully mm, until you do and then when it's and then when it's not then you get in a weird position and this happens to famous people where their level of kill uh has sort of leveled off because they're so famous that they can't bomb. So everything they say, they get to that level of familiarity with the audience. So then the, so then the comedy isn't hard because they can't work hard because there's never a time where the audience isn't reacting. Mm. And the, they're already getting paid because they booked out the audience. Right. Like and people are going to come anyway, but, but their stuff isn't hitting as hard and they don't know why. So they put out weaker stuff. Or so that writers. Which is, what do you think about writers? Yeah, it's tough. I'm, I don't, I'm not in that position. So it's like it's, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing to... Uh, uh, to to navigate, right? And it's like, um, I don't know, is anybody really doing the whole thing on their own? Or are they taking tips along the way? Or, you know, is a guy going, well, when you use that word, it's, mm. you know, so it's like, uh, it, unless you have no friends, you know, you, you, ha you kind of have writers. Like, you kind of have people that well, are helping I, you along the way. But I'm talking about, like, as there's a team. Yeah. We know I a mean, lot of comics. We know, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, so, but it, it, it's an ethical line. So it, become, it becomes part of the thing. Are you hiring com guys who are completely outside of the thing? Well, if, you've, if you've cultivated such an identity that another person can come in and write to that identity and there's truth to it, you're still going to bring your own shit to it, okay. right? So there's a truth to it. So, I mean, is that, is that fraudulent? I don't know. Would you ever take a writer? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that, that, and like, uh, to be honest, like, cause like, uh, 
like I've I've written jokes for dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like I've done it, and like I, I don't really feel w- from my end. I think a lot of my morality, because the way I've been able to justify my snobbery, is that I, I it's all about me. Yeah. Everything I'm saying is it's 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 it's, it's, it's uh, it lacks integrity for me. So I you couldn't get, do. So you also you get to write jokes that yeah you get to write jokes that uh that you would never want to use. Exactly. So you get yeah you get that little you well, get I that I moment. I get why it's funny. Yeah. I, I get how it could yeah. be funny. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I could I could see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Self deprecation, fat jokes. Let me to okay. Right. Let me make up a scenario. It'd be difficult. It makes uh, it makes you a stronger writer for you because you get to you get to throw away the mm. stuff and you get to you get to be choosy because you're writing all the time. So then, but so it's just like it's like that Kanye thing. It's like you take the best beats and you put them over yeah, here. Yeah. You don't give them the shit that you want to use. Yeah. yeah like, so you put. So it's like even in that writer yeah, room. Pill. Even in that writer room, you're not giving the best <laughs> shit. No. You're taking the stuff that you want, and it's like you don't take it to the next level because like, in your head. It's, 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 the, it's the thing we do as comedians. A guy says a premise, and we're already writing the punchline mm, in our head. Mm. And then he either says what we wrote just now, and we go, oh, he's a hack. I just wrote that yeah. in this room. Yeah, he, says right something, he says something worse than you said, and you go, this guy doesn't even belong on the microphone. Yeah, exactly. Or he says something better. He takes it to another place. He takes it further than you had it in your head, and you go, this mm. guy's got something. And you, and you like him, and like maybe you did have a bit in the one you wrote. You yeah. Give him, okay, fine. Uh, you could add this. You right. You want to add because yeah. what you're talking about earlier. Yeah, bro. But that's the integrity of the thing. I did it mostly. I think like right now, Right now, I'm about uh, I'm about being hilarious. Like I wanna be hilarious in a way that nobody can can mimic. Like I mean, I, I wanna be in the and and also in a way that no comedy writer or critic or audience member can describe and explain. Yeah, that is the thing. You know, I'm talking about like uh, you'd have to be a, a brilliant mind to be able to write and explain exactly what it was. Well, what it is that Eric Andre well, does on stage. Yeah, you're a performer. It's like, you know, there are guys, there are joke writers mm. and there are performers and you're a performer and, and you have the and you have those abilities. But, yeah, it's like it is. It's a, it's that thing. It's like, um, I don't know, a guy like Glenn Biederman, Pam, like yeah. I watch this guy and, and, it, and it's his whole thing. It's, it's his whole perspective on things that makes it funny. It's not it's not the words he's mm. using, per se. Uh, it's literally it's his entire it's his entire personality that is so fun and funny and it's enveloping. And it's just a thing. And, and the reason why it's funny is because it's him uh, the whole time. Uh, you know, I, I watched him on the show the other day, the WTF Toomey, and he's being himself the whole time. Mm. And that's what makes it funny. You know, then and, and that's that's sort of what we all have to do as performers. You can get away with just doing jokes and the one lines, but yeah. eventually you got to be yourself up there. It's it's that's why I mean, like, man, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I know that's the only reason why I need to have commercial success here. First of all, because if I have commercial success here, then obviously there are certain doors uh, in New York, wherever that I'm able to show them, like, here's my comedy special. It makes it easier. Here's my, I can send my real. You know, I'm talking about it yeah. makes it easier to get into certain spots, yeah. right? But I need to have enough money to be able to go and live in New York for four years. Yeah. Um, but you got to, in the meantime, you got to know uh, that the hard work is is worthwhile. And if you can walk into any room, and this again, that's the goal. That's the goal of my this trip for me in January and this time, and it was great in January, was be able to walk in any room. Nobody knows anything about you and, and get the laugh. And that's the most important part of this thing. And, and so once you get to that place, then the other stuff is going to start to fall in line. Mm. Right. Um, it's weird because the energy I'm telling you right now, the energy and the and, and the synergy of, of what's going on out here. I'm back for a second time in six months because it feels 
comedy here feels more uh, uh, possible. It feel like I, it feels like I have a, an opportunity. Like I, I, I've gotten on TV twice already. Uh, like uh, in January. Like and I'm and I have a bunch of shows that uh, like I'm going on TV uh, here probably the next two times uh, that I'm that I'm visiting. Oh, and it's like it feels more possible here because uh, you know there, there's there's just this this energy and this synergy. So you, as a performer and as a professional as a comedian, you just have to get to the place where what you're doing is so undeniable. That uh, that 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 yeah that no matter where you go that you you can you, the success follows you. Yeah. And do you think that you even when you uh, reach commercial success you continue like with it or do you think because like I mean the like the stand up the yeah. stand up is my favorite thing the live thing is my favorite thing. I mean, it's like, like I like I like doing the stuff I like doing you know I like being in the room but the the problem is as a comedian when you're in the room and you're d and you're being filmed and you do thing like you're thinking a little bit about the the audience like but, now but this you're whole, trying this whole interview <laughs> but you're trying to make the cameraman laugh mm, as yes. a comedian. That's all you care about is that the sound guy's laughing. Or, or, the, or the crew. Anybody right, who's around right, there right. holding you that breath in. Right, you leave. And maybe it didn't even translate because once they edited it, it didn't even translate to TV. Mm. But all the fucking sound guys are loving you. I was on some horrible dating show when I was 20. And all the sound guys for the next six months were following me around New York coming to my shows. Because all the shit that I was saying that mm. never made the show, they were, they were in the headphones and they were loving it. They were high-fiving each other. I mean, it was great. <laughs> and that's the laugh Checking that you go for as a comedian. Checking each other ah, smashing windows, Heavy you know. Sex. Yeah, was crazy. And, uh, uh, and it's, it's like, yeah, it's, that's the there. laugh you go for. So as a comedian, no matter which level I get to, the live element is going to be the whole thing. The only reason to get the other stuff, honestly, is to put more people in the room for the live thing. Mm. If you recognize my face from the thing, from some other thing, then you'll come to the show. But you then, and but then I get you. But you have like an Eddie. You have, a, have an Eddie. You what? have... You know well, I mean? he like went the other way, right? So he was... he. So th it's like, it's a thing, it's a thing that you can't... Um, Martin, you, you can't. I don't know. You can't uh, uh, qualify that because it's such it's such a, a moment in time. He was able to fill th uh, theaters so big that, that that they gave him movies. So the movies is the next thing. So once you get movies, maybe yeah, maybe you're doing less of of, of the thing. But it's like it just comes it's down to yeah. I don't know, man. But I can't, I don't mean it's I can't I can't sit I can't sit in this room uh, and uh, you know and 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 qualify in my head that I'm going to be a movie star. You know that's not. Uh, might, bro. That's not a place that you know, but that's not a place that you want to uh, uh, conceive of ahead of time, you know. So, but for me, I know that the that the the love for me right now is the live element. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe I fall out of love with it, but I don't see that being a thing. The, the, what's so infectious about comedy is what you know. It you, like you're looking for other ways to make money so that so, so, so that you can do, can do the yeah. the live thing. That's how infectious comedy is. Also, writing jobs don't get you blowjobs <laughs> afterwards. You, know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you don't get random hits. Don't fuck the audience. <laughs> you don't get. What is that a rule? Yeah, I, I, I was talking, we were talking about it before. I don't fuck the audience. Uh, oh, nigga. It's, hey. not <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. All it's not them. fair to them. I even have a lost gag. I even have a lost gag. Like, I know. I, get I watch guys write jokes that I know gets them pussy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like, yo, <laughs> listen, guys, I'm a feminist. Yeah. Oh, I believe right. Women yeah. People talking about their, their mother. Own. The last joke's about their mother because <laughs> they're about to walk off stage. Like, I know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> so funny. Women should be able to have sex wherever and whenever they want. After like, as only when I kill them. Yeah. Whenever and whenever they want. They should be able to, to have a blowjob, give a blowjob in the toilet if they want. My name is Abenazade Bakwani. I'll be waiting in the toilet. I'll be in the toilet. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. Oh. Yeah, I had a, jo I had a joke about 
about how comedians don't get don't get laid for performance like like movie stars like uh, like professional athletes and they tell the story about a, a a football player in the U.S. who's a who's a, a um uh, he's a quarterback and he does the thing he gets on a mic and he goes I'm Ben Roethlisberger and I'm gonna be upstairs in case anybody wants to blow me and I and I say a comedian can never end a show that way he can never blah 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 I'll be in the parking lot in the Subaru in case anybody <laughs> wants to blow me and then 20 minutes later that's how I end my show I'll be in the parking lot in the Subaru in case anybody wants to blow me uh, has it ever worked for you. No, no, <laughs> no, because, well, because okay. I'm, I'm also doing ironic. it in such an ironic way I that like, so girls will come up and they'll be like, they'll be like, where's the Subaru? You know, but it's like, but it's very clearly such an ironic. Th- I and guess I can make no. it more serious. You say no. No, because it's like they're kidding too. Okay. And again, I don't fuck the audience because it's like, it's not fair to them. How so? Please explain this to Because me. that's me at my best. Yeah. I don't want you to fuck me at my best. I want you to fuck me at my worst. I don't want to date you. I'm not trying to like meet your parents. <laughs> and you know what I mean? No, and see, that's the problem with me. Dog. No, that's the problem with me. I, I, I think the way that I consume all of it is, is I think I want, I think I, I, I think I will, I think I'll only have sex with a girl is, is, is if she thinks that she could marry me. And then that's where I end up in trouble because I don't want to marry everybody. And then you later, an open and then later down the line, they get mad because uh, you know I won't want to marry them. And I knew that at the beginning, so it's so it becomes a well, you've been dishonest. Well, no, I I've wanted the connection the whole time. Kind of a dick. I do like the open relationship. Kind of a dick, bro. I do like the open relationship. That shit never works. No, I want to be loved. Is that that's all, bro? I want to be adored the, the whole way through. Me too. Me too. That's but the point is, some some people. Uh, are able to almost create like a hy- not a hybrid but like a momentary idea of love like cause the things in their minds and as long I, like everyone I have sex with I treat with the utmost respect and you know what I'm talking about yeah. but like in their minds at that moment I am that brilliant human being was over there right yeah Right, and even if it happens a week later, even if like she just gets me on Facebook and says, "Listen, I really like the shit that you did." She's honest. I liked what you did on stage, yeah. and I can be honest though. I'm not that guy. Look, uh, okay. Well, l- let me. What uh, if you're l- honest? Let me, let me, let me, honest? Let me requalify. Okay. So, I'll still have them see me do comedy before I hook up, but I don't want that to be the the, the reason why. Like, actually, and and in a way, well, it is. Sh- it's still sh- the reason why, you right? Sh- you show them your your. Your scrapbook and your, your crochet. <laughs> no, 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 they'll cro- come to a show. Like, that's the last I'm, step. I'm talking about, like, that's, that's what you want them to fall in love with you for your crochet collection <laughs> and your knitted no, jerseys. The, no, but the last step, no, but the, 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 I want them to fall in love with me for the for the connection and the, and the and how fun it is to talk to me. You know what I mean? And, and <laughs> you fun. see, you're, uh, but, you know, but uh, uh, you said you're not fun. I'm not fun. And no, we've been doing this podcast for like an hour and a half. You're really fun. You're really fun to talk to. But so that's my point. And you have, you know, and you have an integrity. I want them to fall in love with me for that, not for, not for the fact that I can make a hundred people laugh. You know, I don't think that's fair. But again, but then I want them to see that I can make a hundred people laugh. But then I also need them to see that, like on Thursday, I'm just gonna watch the the car show and be home and not leave my house. You know, I might not NFL. wake up till three p.m. and you need to be okay with that. So, I don't know. Uh, but what? But you know what? I'm not married and 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 happy and have a bunch of kids. So what the fuck do I know? You don't know. I don't know. I think I do know. <laughs> yeah, I know you think I you do. I am ecstatic. <laughs> I'm living my best life. Yes. Different strokes. But at the end of the day, we're folks. all full of shit. We just yeah. figure out what works for us. Yeah. But we're all full of shit. Yeah, Let's man. leave it there. How do they follow? How do they follow you on the internet? If you want to follow me, uh, please refrain from doing so physically. It's weird. Uh, follow me on <laughs> on uh, Facebook. My page is Ebenezer Dibakwani. I will spell it. My Insta one word is Ebenezer Dibakwani. Instagram, the gram. I don't I know what you guys it, call it. I find it that you guys in South Africa say your names faster on the, the on the mic instead of slower. Oh, Ebenezer Dibakwani. I'll spell it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Twitter, it's at our underscore Ebenezer. If you don't know how to spell Ebenezer, it's E B E N H A E Z E R. 
And my surname Dibakwane is D-I-B-A-K-W-A-N-E. This will be on YouTube. Check it out on YouTube. Check it out on iTunes. Check it out on uh, um, Google Play. We're on all Dope. the things. Oh, and shit. And we'll have your name spelled all over. And, and all your tags on Maybe that. Are. Maybe we are. Fall in love with me. And if you want to have sex with me based on this Yes. This <laughs> based on this I am not this guy. <laughs> I'm not selfish with my dick. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> all right, so check out the podcast. We got some YouTube content. We have all the things. Uh, we're on all the things. Uh, check out all the episodes of the Comedy Best Kept Secret Tour. While I was out here in South Africa, we're in Joburg. Check out his work. Uh, anything to look out for coming up? Uh, nothing that I'd like an international audience to see. <laughs> no, enough. but like, no, on YouTube, if you Google my name, you might. That's find pride. It. That's how I feel. Like every time I put something on YouTube, and and it was a bit, and it was a set that was working. But as soon as I put it on YouTube, I go, I don't want people to see this anymore. Yeah. I'm moving on to the next thing. Exactly. So they're like, let me see some of your stuff. Like, just come to the fucking show. Come to the show. Come to the fucking show, and don't blow me afterwards, for Christ's sakes. Thank you so much to my guests. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs>